0: It's really getting really clear on what you want, not just now, but what you want in 5, 10, 15, 20 years. Welcome to Happy Hour with the Pasternax. This show is for creative entrepreneurs who want to start, grow and scale their business to create the life they love. Each week, we'll be here to share business tips that we've used to create successful businesses that support our dreams.
1: Hello friends! What's up? Welcome to Happy Hour with Pasternax. I am Nicole. And I'm Mark. And we have spent the last 10 years growing and scaling multiple successful businesses.
0: I've grown and scaled two video production companies.
1: And I grew a wedding photography business all while raising our four kids.
0: Boom. Four kids. (laughs) Four kids. Love it.
1: We are so excited you're here today and we're just gonna jump right in. We're talking about how to create a business plan.
0: Yes, a business plan. You know what I like to think about? What? It's like how to plan a vacation.
1: I mean, I always think about how to plan a vacation. I'm planning a vacation right now. Well,
0: right, but like I'm the family planner of vacations mainly in this family. But I use the same exact approach planning a vacation as I do planning like a business plan. Right. And because I could tell you the first couple years of my business, I don't think I had a business plan, at least not a very clear one. Yes. Right.
1: And I think it's really easy to get started with just a great idea, which is great. And you have a lot of passion behind it. But what a plan really provides is that structure and that measure of success to really make it profitable and successful long-term and to
0: get to where you want to go yes. because like back to the family vacation thing right before we had kids or even before we were together it's like you know what i want to take a road trip across the country
1: and you could just do you it. could
0: just get in your car and you could just go yeah and you could take any route you didn't necessarily like need to know where you're going and didn't you, it
1: matter where the McDonald's play place yeah, was. it didn't
0: matter if you took four days to get through a state <laughs> or one day. You know what I mean? Right? But I think about this with family vacation now. It's okay. Where do we want to go? Let's say we want to go to the beach. Okay, great. What beach do we want to go to? In what state? What's the location? What's this ideal um, experience look like? And so that's exactly how I think about a business plan now and why a business plan is so important.
1: It kind of... Be- Sorry, go no, ahead. No, you're
0: you're you're good. If you want, it
1: gives you that clarity for what that end goal is. Where like, do you want to be? What does success actually yes. look like? Because there are so many measures of success. Is it a certain dollar amount? Is it a certain lifestyle? Is it? new house? Is it a car? Like, there are so many things that could be that endpoint. There are so many beaches that we could get to for family vacation. But a beach in Destin, Florida is going to be really different than a beach beach in in Hawaii or in the Pacific Northwest. Mm -hmm. Like, and so it's really putting that clarity around that end goal or that success marker so that you have structure to everything that you're going to be doing to work towards in your business.
0: Exactly. And that's going to look different for everyone, right? And it doesn't mean that there's not the same steps that everyone can take to plan their vacation or plan their business trip or their business trip.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm planning a vacation now. Forget this business plan thing. I'm going to Hawaii, so good luck.
0: (laughs) So it's like business plans can be similar in their template, in their structure, right? But where you wanna go, where you wanna end up with your life and with your business is gonna be different for everyone, right? Some people want millions and millions of dollars with their business. Other people really just wanna work one or two days with Mm. their business. And 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 be
1: sustainable with it. Be
0: sustainable and have a lifestyle that they're really happy with. And
1: somebody who's 21 and single, their measure of success is going to look a lot different than us who have four kids and a very like structured, Mm -hmm. responsible, I use that very lightly, (laughs) responsible life that we have to keep up with. And so, and I think too, like that end goal, that success marker can and will change. Like I was
0: just going to say that because like-
1: (laughs) That moves a lot. (laughs) I had a business,
0: I like recreated a business plan. I think before our third kid, before Lizzie was born, Mm -hmm. right? I had a business plan for the second corporate video business that I'm running now. Right. And then we had two kids. We moved across the country. Hmm. And this year, we're like, okay, great. We've kind of made it to our like really first huge big goals of family. Yeah. What's next? Yeah. And so as soon as we started dreaming about what's next, we started looking at our businesses and realized the business plan we had in place was outdated, Mm -hmm. right? It just didn't fit the vision for where we wanted to take our life.
1: what the next thing was exactly
0: and so that's why creating a new business plan for both of our businesses was really crucial and really important because we wanted to make sure that we had all of the logistics right to get to that end goal that we're looking to get to
1: well and I think this is interesting like we're obviously talking to a lot of creative entrepreneurs and I am somebody who like was very adverse to corporate lingo, like business plan. (laughs) I'm like, I want to take pretty pictures, okay? Like, I want to take a bride and a flowing veil, like who needs a business plan for that? But I think what I've learned a lot really through Mark, honestly, is that once again, those are all good pieces, but when you're putting all this work in towards something, it's really nice to know where it's headed. Yes. And so it's not to say that you can't start a business with no plan, I absolutely have, and probably will continue to do that at some point, but it's good to kind of have this marker to know where this is headed.
0: Yeah, because here's the thing, like as a creative entrepreneur, we want to be creative <laughs> at the end of the day. The, the whole that's reason why we, we got started into this. is okay? <laughs> because like, we have this idea, we have this creativity, we have something inside of us that's just like, I need to get this out to the world, yes. right? At, I would agree with you though. At first, a business plan is like, are you serious? Like, I didn't get here to be like corporate America. Yeah, right. You uh, know. I'm not
1: wearing my button down shirt and my tie. But
0: what I've learned over the last 10, 12 years of running our own businesses is when you can get into a business plan, right? When you can just sit down, I mean, it doesn't have to take that long, Mm -mm. but when you can sit down and actually map out and, and dream about where your business is going to go and where you want to take it it's going to allow you to be so much more creative Yes, throughout the journey.
1: That's such a good point. I didn't like, even think about that. It's just going to
0: break you open. Your creativity is just going to come alive a lot more.
1: Because you're not stressed about like all the day-to-day pieces of like, well, how am I going to make money or how is this going to work out? It's like, oh, you have the plan laid yes. out. And so now you have this expansive freedom to exercise the creative muscle that you have already and that you started this business for in the first place.
0: Yes. So it's like, even if you're really hesitant about, I don't know numbers, I don't know how to do this. We're going to dive into exactly what you need to set up your business plan. But think about it as think about it as like a relief rather than a stress. Yes. You're going to go into this and you're going to fill this out. And you're going to feel like, hell yeah, you're going to feel empowered and you're going to feel like, you know what? I've got control over my business, so I'm not stressing every single day when I wake up, Mm -hmm. you're still going to have some stress. You're a business owner, yeah, right? but you're (laughs) going to know where you're going. And so you're going to be able to channel all the different stresses that come on. You're going to be able to handle all the challenges. And at least for me, you're going to be able to try 10,000 different ideas inside of that business plan because you know exactly where you're
1: going yeah for sure i think that's so important and we actually have a free business blueprint we're kind of gonna basically walk through Mm -hmm. what is in there but go ahead and click below in the description and you'll get our five minute business blueprint that's a lot to say business blueprint bb (laughs) our five minute bb but it gives you this five minute walkthrough. Yes. Like this does not need to be complicated. No. It doesn't need to be stressful. It really should be an extension of this creative energy that you're feeling. It should be exciting and fun. Yeah.
0: And so before like we dive into it, it's like pause this. Go download it. Pull it up.
1: And just like walk through it with us. Yeah. So we'll Here hit we the go. we'll hit the first thing. Business name. Ooh. What do you think is important about a business name?
0: You want a business name that you feel comfortable with. I think at the end of the day, your business name is not necessarily going to break or make what you do. True. I think like
1: you could probably spend five hours on this. uh, I
0: was going to say five years on this.
1: And it's really not necessary. You can always change
0: it. You can can always always change change it. It's it. It matters and it doesn't matter all at the same time.
1: And my advice is to kind of keep it simple. Like, Mm -hmm. I think we like go into this and we're like, well, I'm starting this amazing creative business. So I want it to be like...
0: Nike. (laughs) I know I always bring up Nike, but it's like everyone knows Nike. Yeah.
1: But like, I don't know. Like, I guess in the wedding photography world, you're like, I want it to be calla lilies floating on water or something. You know, And in
0: my world, I'm like, we want it to be like Kleenex.
1: Well, yeah, but, <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is I think like it's really easy to overthink it and yes, think it needs to be true. this crazy creative thing where it's like, really, I think the most basic place to start is your name. Yep. Literally, our business name is The Pasternak's. How creative is My that? Our
0: business was Mark Pasternak and now it's MP Pro, Mark Pasternak Mark Pasternak, Pasternak Professional. Productions.
1: Or productions, <laughs> we don't even know what his business name
0: is. I just know it's MP Pro. It's easy to say. It's easy to like promote. You know, it's like
1: so we don't even yeah, know what the pro it's my I initials mean, like. I, pro could
0: mean anything.
1: Exactly. Like I think that's Depends the point. Who you like, talk to? It, it can be simple. Like we don't even really know what the pro means, but I think like keeping it simple. Yes. Start with your name first. Like if your name is easy to say, easy to pronounce, just mark pasternak video nicole pasternak photography but if you're
0: creative okay and you have some crazy idea run with it like i think about like spanks right sarah blakely and spanks like what a random name but it's like it's rememberable right spanks with an x or xerox Mm
1: -hmm.
0: what the but it makes you kind of (laughs) like i don't know xerox
1: But I think it's and I think for me, yes, it's important to be able to be easy to say and spell because you want to be able to pass this off to somebody and be like, hey, my name's Nicole and I do photography. You can look me up at Nicole Pasternak photography like that's such an easy thing to rattle off to somebody and they're not like, I mean, maybe they asked me how to spell Pasternak, but it's still pretty phonetic, but you don't want it something that you're like, well, it's spelled this way, but with an X instead of a Z and the this instead of a Y. You want it to be something that it's easy to pass off to somebody and that it's easy for them to pass off to somebody else and be like, oh, yeah, my friend Nicole Pasternak does photography. NicolePasternakPhotography.com. Mm-hmm.
0: So, so at the end of the day, like, don't waste that much time on yes, it. Yes. There's just two routes to go. If you're like, man, I got this name, like my first business, Jump Goat Media. Great name. Everyone always asked about it. And I could tell the whole story. However, most of the time, I just, I'm not personally inspired by a business name. So I just create an LLC of my name or something simple and I move on. Because it doesn't make or break you, especially in the beginning. And you can always change it. You
1: can always change it. But just get something down on paper that encapsulates what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. And how you're serving people. And then you move on to your mission statement. I feel like this is like... Your favorite. Mm, it's my jam. This is your jam.
0: Because like whether you're just going to stay a solopreneur, right? Or you're going to build a team. Your mission statement has everything to do with how you're going to build your culture. Mm-hmm. And I don't just mean like culture in the internal sense of all your employees, but it's really the culture of your brand. And
1: why so, somebody would buy into that yes. culture. So
0: even if it's your brand is just your name, right? Right. Your mission statement is telling people really the purpose, right? The why behind what you're doing and taking it back to like you're passionate, clearly, because you're you you work so hard to just create these ideas in your head and to say, yes, I'm gonna start my business mm-hmm. and this is what I'm doing. And so a mission statement is really just encapsulating all of your passions Mm -hmm. together in one sentence.
1: And I think it brings you back to it too. Like if somebody would have told me to create a mission statement in the beginning of my photography business, I would have been like, Uh I want to take pictures of people. (laughs) But now that I think about it, like in the later stages of my wedding photography business, my mission statement was like to create timeless heirloom images that last for generations. That just took my I just want to take pictures to this whole new level of like, well, now I believe in that brand more because I know I still have pictures of my great, great grandparents at their wedding. Like, how powerful is it that me and my brand and my business is creating something that is an heirloom for a family. Okay, now I believe in my business more. I can sell my business more to somebody. And it's easier to sell somebody into my business because it's like, well, I'm not just taking pictures. I'm not just like some girl at a camera or with a camera at a wedding.
0: At the end of the day, it's transformational. Yes, Your mission statement, if you forget anything else that we ramble about
1: (laughs) and you can forget most of it really
0: (laughs) but just think about how your business is transformational for your clients yeah like wedding photography cool it could just be hey you're a vendor you're taking pictures whatever but when your mission statement is around creating timeless photos for generations to come boom.
1: That's a transformation. That's taking your wedding day, your one day event to this epic proportion of something that's going to last for generations. And so it's just kind of thinking about like how you are going to serve your clients on this higher level beyond just like I'm delivering this product. It's that transformational journey that you're taking them through. Because
0: the more you watch our videos, the more that you'll realize that Anybody could hire your service or Mm -hmm. buy your product. You're not the only one. You're not just unique in yourself that nobody else is doing what you're doing. But you are unique for who you are. And who you are is your mission statement. Mm -hmm. What you're passionate about is your mission statement.
1: And that's what's going to attract your ideal clients to you because they are going to relate to your specific mission statement. They're going to be like, oh, that's me. I resonate with that. And it's not even something that you like advertise per se, but it's, once again, it's that culture that you're creating around your business.
0: Tell us like, what's an example of a mission statement that they could take?
1: Oh gosh, what do you mean? I was actually going to look up, hold on while we're here, Apple mission statement. I
0: knew this was going to throw her off.
1: No, because one of my friends just did a thing where she was like posting different yes. mission statements and seeing which ones were the most impactful. And Apple's was so good mm. to bring the best user experience to its customers through its innovative hardware, software, and services. Like, to me, that's so powerful because, okay, they could have said, like, we provide computers. But right. no, like they're they're inviting us into the innovation that they're creating. And I think that's why we're all sitting here with Apple computers and probably watching this on an iPhone. Because they've invited us into that transformational process of innovation.
0: Yes. Oh, I was just pulling up my own since okay, I go was for challenging it. you. Like you know, it's it's like I I kind of love this practice because it's brainstorming a lot of different phrases and words and purposes, but it really gets you down to like, why do you wake up every single day, work Mm. as hard as you do to serve your clients, your customers, and, you know, to really use this business to create the life that you want? Yes. Because it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Um, But, I, you know, I've got a couple here. It's like, I want to help humans thrive by aligning corporate teams to communicate authentically to their customers and their employees. So sure, like I could just do video production. You
1: could just say, I make videos for companies.
0: Yes, but at the end of the day, it's like, no, I love what I do because it brings people together. Mm -hmm. It connects them. It helps whether it's a giant company or a mid-sized company and they're like selling something that everyone else sells. Cool. But what I love to do is bring video into their business so that they can create these authentic human connections and relationships with their customers that are transformational.
1: And if you watch one of Mark's videos, I just want to brag for a second, like some of his the businesses that he works for like make pipes, like plastic pipes that like go underground, right?
0: Absolutely, And you but if they won't... weren't there, your house would flood, so yeah. it's transformational.
1: No, but if you watch one of these videos, you walk away and you're like, these are the most beautiful pipes I have ever seen in my whole life and how they're helping people get the water they need and where they need it. Like, truly, like, it's so cool hearing you say that and thinking about how that really translates into to what you do, even though it could be so easy to just make a video about a pipe and tell about how pipes are great. But you really make an authentic story about... Yes why this is important and why this matters. And I
0: will say like,
1: the,
0: <sighs> this is not easy at first.
1: Mm-hmm. This and is it a comes big, over like, this it, is a like 20,000 foot view. <laughs> yes.
0: So don't be like hard on yourself. It, it doesn't have to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Like Nicole said, it doesn't even have to be public. The more you get into business, the more years you have under you. It's like, I love to use mission statements, value statements as part of, My messaging and advertising because it attracts that ideal client, that ideal customer who believes in the same things that you do.
1: And who's going to pay, at the end of the day, who's going to pay for what you're offering. Yes,
0: and pay top dollar.
1: Yeah, because you're convincing them why it's important. So, this kind of goes into what's the problem that you're solving? That you're solving. Mm-hmm. So, you've got your name, you've got your mission statement. Now, what's the problem that you're solving? Are you creating a dog toy for dogs that helps keep their teeth clean? Great. Like Cool. Do you know how many dog owners have the problem of like they it's hard to keep dogs teeth clean? Marks like I don't even know about dogs. <laughs> no, it's
0: just funny cuz we don't own a dog.
1: But we want to own a dog, so I'm researching about the dogs. I mean, you grew up
0: with dogs, so <laughs> yeah. it's legitimate. But,
1: but I'm I'm sure it yeah. would
0: extend the dog's life.
1: Yes. If exactly. They
0: had more hygiene in their mouth.
1: You have <laughs> <laughs> If dogs had more hygiene in their mouth, they'll live longer is the end of the story of this I, video. I bet it's true. It's it probably is true because it's getting Same rid of with the humans, bacteria. Yeah. But it's that, once again, like, what is the problem that you're solving? How are you helping people? And Mm -hmm. it can be super simple. Like, once again, like, I'm a wedding photographer. The problem is I have this wedding and I want images from this wedding so I can remember it. I solved that problem. Exactly. So it's super simple. That one's a pretty straightforward.
0: Yes. It's like, it's, it's changing your mindset, though, from, hey, this is what I provide, right, to... This is the solution that you're buying. Yes, right? Like you have a problem. You have a problem?
1: I always have a problem. <laughs> Let's be honest. There's usually something wrong. but so
0: if you yeah like, that's
1: I mean that's, it. that's what once again, that's what people are buying into like once again, when I'm like scrolling through Instagram, and- okay,
0: let me just lay this out. She's scrolling through Instagram, okay and she <laughs> <laughs> she has dry skin. Let's just say she has dry skin one night, scrolling through Instagram. If she sees an ad that's like, do you have, st- do you have dry skin? And I'm like, yes. Yes, I, I do. do. And then and the then next like, statement
1: is, we can solve this problem with our miracle cream formula. I'm like, this yes, cream bye, has bye, helped <laughs> 10,000
0: people, or 10,000, let's just say 10,000 moms who have dry skin. Oh, she's going to buy that on every time, spot,
1: every time, as we all are. Yes,
0: exactly. When
1: somebody's able to solve that problem, mm-hmm. that's what's worth buying. So
0: know the problem that you're solving.
1: Yeah. And then what outcome do you want your customers to have? So you know their problem. What do you want that solution to be?
0: Again, this is, goes back to my favorite word of transformation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: where are they currently and where, where do they are they going to take be? Them. Mm-hmm. and you are kind of that bridge right you're the one you're the pilot yeah you're the one taking them on family vacation nobody wants to drive 20 hours to the beach to so get on a <laughs> flight right but that's what your company does it's transformational it's taking somebody from point a to anywhere from point B to point Z mm-hmm. right but you are helping them with the transformation that they want to have.
1: And then once again, you're answering this question of how are you mm-hmm. solving their problem? Yes. So just kind of going through like, is it a product? Is it a service? Is it some other kind of offer? Are you doing group coaching? Are There's so many ways that you can solve that problem. But once again, it's connecting that person from I have this problem to here's the solution. Because here's the, how I'm going to help you get there.
0: The outcome back to the skincare thing. Because clearly Nicole doesn't have any dry skin right now, right? It's very, what would you say? <laughs> <laughs> Moist. <laughs> it's healthy. It's glowing. It's moisturized.
1: It's glowing. I'm glowing. That's right. what you say.
0: It's glowing. <laughs> and what a transformation, though, between oh, her not feeling confident skin. because she has all this dry skin, maybe it's peeling, maybe all this stuff, to, oh, I feel really good
1: about my skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. And so it's it's solving problems for people. And then so then that's kind of where you get into like, what are my potential products that I'm offering? What are the potential services that I'm offering? And this is where we kind of like to go crazy a little bit and like list out any possible thing that we could do for somebody or people with this problem that we're solving, like go crazy and list anything that you could potentially do.
0: Yeah. Give us an example.
1: Um. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love putting you on the spot. Um. It's my
1: favorite. Okay. So, let's say you're McDonald's and your mission statement: you're helping hungry people eat food. So. Instead of just being like, oh, I provide hamburgers and French fries. What does McDonald's do? They have a whole menu of different things that are trying to like draw people in. And so you don't kind of, you know, McDonald's didn't start with that whole menu. But I'm sure somewhere along the line, somebody had mm. a idea sheet of like, okay, what are all the potential things that A Hawaiian that we could burger, offer? an Asian <laughs> burger, you know, a uh, chicken sandwich. Chicken sandwich. So yeah, you just kind of go through all the potentials that yep. you could possibly do down the road.
0: 100%.
1: And then you go into your market analysis. So there's definitely like super uh, specific and technical ways yes. to do this. But there's also just kind of the baseline. Like once again, this is easy. This is five minutes. We're kind of like going off the cuff here. We don't need to like do a six month research Okay, give me program.
0: a random business and I'll tell you how to do it.
1: Um, Woodworking.
0: Woodworking. Okay, great. So what I would do is get on Google and type in woodworking companies, because what Google is going to do is it's going to bring you the top five to 10 woodworking companies in your local area. Mm -hmm. And so now all of a sudden, what you can do is see what are they offering? What's their mission statement? What's their products? What problem are they solving? Mm -hmm. And all of these other questions you're like, you might be stumped on. But I love to just Google that service or Google, like, who are the top woodworking companies in the nation? And that's where you're going to get, like, the Forbes list. That's where you're going to get the local, you know, business first publication of here are the top companies in your city, right? Or in your state. And then all of a sudden, you can go to their website. You can go to their social media. You can go to anything that they're putting out. And you can start to see how are they doing it? What's the language that they're using? Sometimes they'll have prices, sometimes they won't. But you could always inquire and act as like, you know, a potential ghost customer and get a proposal from them, right? Make a fake project. I do, I do it all the time.
1: <laughs> well, or I think like something that I do is just start following people on social media. That's You're true. starting yeah. to see like, okay, what are they putting out? Am I filling a different um, mm-hmm. niche, niche than niche. they are? Niche, niche. I was like stumbling over it because I feel like some people say niche and some people say niche. What's so, the right one? I don't know.
0: Put it in the comments. I want to know. <laughs> I want I want an argument. I mean, it's going like... to
1: be spelled the same way. So I guess like spell it phonetically of whether you say niche niche. Or niche. (laughs) Because I feel like niche
0: niche would be N-E. Niche would be N-I. So if you're an N-E fan or an N-I fan...
1: Yeah, just let us know. Put it down there. We don't know what we're talking about. No. (laughs) But anyway, I start to follow people within like a specific area that I'm trying because you're going to start to see like, oh, what types of customers follow them? What do they offer that might be different than I do? What are some great ideas that they have? Like there's no harm in following somebody and just kind of seeing where that is. So that's Mm -hmm. kind of like our... uh, cheap market analysis. Yes, do. but I
0: think you brought up a really good point that I didn't even think about before we wrote this. Mm. Was looking at the top market of what you do and finding an area within that niche or niche that nobody's doing. Mm. It's taken me ten years to do this. Yeah, I, like, like research those five companies and what aren't they doing? I've been doing video production for almost twelve years mm-hmm. now. Right, you can Google video production and there's hundreds if not thousands of video production companies, right? But I realized through just experience but also doing this business plan, what's something that other video production companies aren't offering? And that's how I've come up with my new business plan of communication strategy plus unlimited video because I haven't seen anybody do unlimited video with a strategy on how to actually use that content.
1: And everybody that he's presented this to has been like, "Oh, I haven't seen anybody else do this." They're this like, is "What's awesome. the catch?" I'm like, There's no <laughs> catch. There's no catch. This is it. So then, I really think the next thing is probably one of my favorites because it's it's a little storytelling, but it's mm. figuring out who your ideal client is. Cheryl. So we use Cheryl. <laughs> Cheryl is Mark's ideal client in his She's video the best. production business I love Cheryl tell us a little bit about Cheryl okay
0: so Cheryl is probably 40 to 60 years old Mm -hmm. let's just say 45 50 Mm -hmm. and she loves to shop at Target she (laughs) loves West Elm Mm.
1: fancy Cheryl
0: yeah a little fancy you know but she has been or she's had a phenomenal career in marketing Mm -hmm. She has worked her way up to a marketing director or to, you know, like a, a CMO role or a VP of marketing role. And she is looking to stay on top of the trends, especially mm-hmm. with video, because I mean, think about video five, 10 years ago. It's totally different than yeah. what video is today. Yeah. Right. And so she's really searching to, to think about, okay, video's new. I need a video partner who gets the innovative... Um, you know, modern way of doing video so that she can thrive in her role mm-hmm. just as she's done her whole career.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So really this like ideal client, you know, it, once again, don't take too much time thinking about it but it's really thinking about like who is this person Mm -hmm. about what age are they in what demographics are they in so that once again you can relate to them on a personal level and feel like
0: you know what problem you're solving right like i know it's a general statement but you're going into a conversation or a sales call with an understanding of the problems that they're most likely facing yeah And so obviously you can listen to them and unpack those, but you know the service that you have that solves X, Y, and Z problem. Mm-hmm.
1: And sometimes your ideal customer looks a lot like yourself. I think especially mm. in the beginning of your business, like it's really common for it to be somebody who looks and acts a lot like you yep. because you know their problems so intimately mm-hmm. and that's okay. Like once again, this doesn't need to be this like crazy story about somebody <laughs> you've never met who like travels the Himalayans. Like it can be like very close to home and very relevant to kind of your day to day.
0: Yeah, because you're starting your business probably because you saw a problem in the market.
1: Mm-hmm. Or you, you probably experienced it.
0: You experienced something like, man, this could be better. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how I got into video.
1: That's I, how I got into photo. I
0: interned at a lot of places and worked a lot of jobs before I graduated college and was like, I think this can be done better mm-hmm. in a lot of ways.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or, Yeah. Yeah. I was going to talk for you, but I'll
1: I'll throw you. (laughs) But like we had an experience, like our wedding photographer was super sweet, but I didn't love the photos Mm -hmm. and I already loved doing photography, but it was like, okay, I really want to provide people with a wonderful experience with photos they love, et cetera, et cetera. So it's okay that these problems and this ideal client and everything feels close to you. It probably should, at least in the early stages Mm -hmm. of business, because you know that problem so intimately, because as you've probably experienced it yes so then the next thing you really think about is your marketing plan it's all
0: you <laughs> she's the cmo in all of our businesses
1: mark's like you want me to do what post on instagram
0: you want me to be on social media
1: that's offensive i it's can't not offensive even... <laughs> it's just stressful yeah
0: it's not my I, you know
1: it's not the ideal way that mark would be spending me, his time give me a sales call media.
0: Give me a brainstorming session. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But not marketing.
0: No, But, but you I it. love
1: marketing. So once again, this isn't like the nitty gritty of how you're going to post on social media every day, but it's just kind of the basic overview of like, how will you be promoting your service? Are you going to be on social media mainly? Or are you going to do TV commercials or are you going to do... Um, like how are you going to build your website out? So it's just kind of giving this overview of where are you going to start promoting this? You know, are you going to write a book to promote it? Are you going to try and get a PR agent who's going to get you on the Today Show to promote it? Like there's so many different routes you can go, but it's, once again, it's so good to have that plan of like, here are some ideas that I have on how I'm going to promote this.
0: And I know one good thing about the marketing plan. (laughs) (laughs) What is it? It's think about your Cheryl, your ideal customer, right? Your ideal client. Mm -hmm. Where do they spend most of their time? Yeah, Because most of my clients spend their time on LinkedIn. And so that's where I spend the majority of my time. Mm -hmm. I'm not really active on any other platform. Yeah, look
1: Mark up on social media. I'm sure his last post was from like, 2018 (laughs) that's not
0: true i've had some now that they do like collaborations oh
1: okay you've had some yeah like
0: interviews podcasts things like that but i'm not very active on instagram yeah oh message
1: but if you look at mark's linkedin
0: oh i'm blowing
1: it up (laughs) i'm ready to go he's going wild on linkedin (laughs) but yeah i think that's a good point it's finding where your ideal people are and then i think too it's finding a plan that you can commit to and so in the beginning of your business like you may not be able to commit to posting every yeah. day. You may not be able to commit to a weekly YouTube channel. That's okay. Start with what you can commit to and what you can stay consistent with. And then those pieces will build from there. It doesn't and you're really have to good be. at that.
0: Whereas like I'm a big visionary and I'm like, well, let's do 10 things at once and make them <laughs> all happen. And she's like, this is not sustainable. Yeah. So I think that's one thing I really appreciate about you is... When it comes to your marketing plan, find something that you feel like you can easily do even if your energy level as a business owner and entrepreneur is at 50% or yeah. 40%, right? Like don't try to set yourself up for something you can only do when you're at 80, 90, 100% yes. because it's going to be a roller coaster ride. So find a marketing solution or a plan that you can implement consistently Mm -hmm. regardless of,
1: really all how the ups you feel. and downs yeah and it will grow with you absolutely like once we didn't start our businesses with a youtube channel we no. started our businesses with like posting once a week on instagram so like you build to where yes. you need to get to at the time you need to get there so something that's easy to keep up with to stay consistent with even if you're not feeling at your like most excited business mm-hmm. self level okay now the next thing
0: oh that's my jam
1: is something that you are super passionate about so it's kind of like three pieces in one it's your projected revenue your projected expenses and your projected profit
0: here we go I'm gonna run this down three minutes or less is my goal let's do it let's go okay so when you think about your revenue right it's like yes okay I want a million dollars cool when's that gonna <laughs> happen right I have like two two questions I ask myself the first one is why why a million dollars and getting really clear on that and i like really go down my personal budget of my current personal budget and then think about five ten twenty years in advance like if you have kids in 15 20 years they're gonna be gone Mm -hmm. right where do you want to be do you want to be taking 10 vacations 12 a vacation a month yes
1: (laughs) is the answer (laughs) Yes,
0: (laughs) Yes, <laughs> or like, do you just want to go live like on an island where nobody's bothering you, and you just want to like chill there?
1: Also, yes.
0: Without taking twelve vacations,
1: I want both a of them. year. No, I want both.
0: Okay, great. She wants both. <laughs> so let's budget out what does that cost to move to that place that we love, to have a property, and then to travel once a month, right? So it's really getting really clear on what you want, not just now, but what you want in five, 10, 15, 20 years, and really just looking at, great, let me Zillow a house in that location that we want to be in. How much on average is that going to cost? And in 10 or 20 years, okay, maybe you'll double the price. I don't know. You know, who knows? But like, at least getting an idea of how much all of those things that you want to get to are going to cost, right? Right. Because then as you build your business plan out and you figure out how much am I selling my product or my service for, what's my profit margin need to be, you know why. You know why you're charging mm-hmm. what you need to charge, right? And I won't go too far deep into this, but like Yeah, as that's,
1: that's another topic for another it, day. It is, but like no, as you think
0: about your revenue goals, right, your projected revenue, whether it's for the first year that you start your business or the 10th year. I always think about what's my need goal and what's my want goal? And your need goal essentially is just providing for your personal expenses, right? Your personal budget, that's your need goal. How is your business simply just helping you live the way you wanna live on a day-to-day basis so that you are not stressed and in survival mode.
1: And as a beginning entrepreneur, maybe your need goal is just like a certain amount of extra income you Mm, wanna make a month. Like maybe you're not full time in your business yet. Maybe your need goal is like, it'd be nice to just have an extra $2,000 a month to give me a little more wiggle room with my rent and all these extra expenses for travel, things like that. And so your need goal and your want goal, once again, can kind of be flexible. And
0: they change every year. And
1: they change a lot.
0: Yeah, they change a lot, right?
1: But then you can really project what do I really want the revenue in my business to be? What is my goal for this business to be bringing in on a regular basis to hit these goals?
0: Well, Nicole. Well, Mark. How do I plan my projected revenue if I don't know how much profit I'm
1: making? I don't know.
0: Oh, you want me to take that one? Okay, cool. (laughs)
1: These are your questions. So this comes to, I know. (laughs) You're trying to ask me to do math on camera? I don't think so. (laughs) But like, I just
0: want to break the math down really quick simply, okay? Because it, it goes into two things. So let's take the woodworking example. Okay. Okay. And let's say I'm making a chair. Easy example. Let's say I sell that chair for $200 and it, cost me a hundred dollars to make. Mm-hmm. So then I know I have a what I call a project profit rate mm-hmm. of a hundred dollars. Cool. So now you know per project, if you charge two hundred dollars for this chair, you're gonna make a hundred dollars, right? And your expenses are a hundred dollars. So your project expenses are fifty percent, your project profit is fifty percent, right? And then you start to calculate the other expense is your business expenses. So The expenses that you are spending on a daily basis simply to operate your business, Mm -hmm. right? Simply to operate another day. So those could be subscriptions, right? Those could be an office space. Um, You know, they could just be anything that you pay for to keep your business running. Mm -hmm. So then you can really begin to understand, okay, what are my expenses, and you can categorize them in two ways. You've got your project expenses and you've got your just business operation expenses, right? So then you can take your projected revenue, knowing those expenses, and come up with your projected profit.
1: That's how you get there. That's how you get there. Easy peasy.
0: It is easy peasy. <laughs> Double deasy. <dizzy. laughs>
1: well, and I think too, like think big on your expenses, like almost almost, over project what your expenses mm. could be. Yes. Because a lot of extra things are going to pop up. And I think these are things to like, especially in creative entrepreneurship, people are like, well, it doesn't cost you any money to show up to a wedding with the camera you already own to take a picture. And I'm like, "Um, first of all, that camera costs $5,000. I might still be paying that camera off. Okay. Second of all, to deliver these photos to you, I have a subscription every month Mm -hmm. that costs X amount to host my gallery to send to you. I have a website that you found me through. I have a client management tool that you found me through. Oh, not to
0: mention that I've invested in, myself for the last five or ten years
1: and I actually need to pay myself something Or like, okay, great. Yeah, I have a wedding, but maybe it's 45 minutes away. Okay, that's 45 minutes of gas. That's 45 minutes that I probably need to like stop and get a meal on the road because I didn't have time to eat at home between this wedding. So it's all these little things that really can like add up in your business and not like a negative, like they're gonna swallow your business whole. But if you think about these things on the front end and really think about all of the expenses that it's going to cost you to manage this business that you have, then you're gonna see bigger profits on the back end because now you know exactly how much it costs. Mm -hmm. Now you can charge specifically for that so that you're making these 50% profit margins that you really hope for. Yeah, if
0: not higher. And I think that's the one thing that we are a big advocate for is price your services to make a sustainable living in a sustainable business. Mm -hmm. Because I think it took me at least five or six years to understand the concept that actually my clients want me to be profitable. Because if they're talking me down on price all the time, I can easily tell them like, do you really want this partnership? Because if I go down on all of these prices, it's not sustainable for my business. So I'm probably not gonna be around in a year to continue to grow with you. Mm So any other customer or client that truly respects you, your business and the services that you offer, they're going to respect your price,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: especially if you continue to raise it.
1: And especially if you can continue to add value to them exactly and so i think once again like there are so many pieces to a business plan like obviously we walked you through really in depth what all these pieces are but it doesn't have to be complicated no think about what problem you're solving think about how you're helping Mm. people think about what you're passionate about and then put those things to paper and see how those translate to these like little more logistical practical yes. pieces that are really going to make your business function in the future
0: and if you're listening to this like in the car or just on an airplane or somewhere that you couldn't download our five minute business blueprint mm-hmm. take a take a look take a check i was gonna say take, I don't a, know, check. take a check take it like take a little like check a dmv like you, know, <laughs> <laughs> you take your number, a number. <laughs> but take a second when you have it to download that five bit 5 minute business blueprint and just go through it because it really does take 5 minutes. I know this video is like I was going to say like 30 40 minutes long at this timer. point, 50 minutes but like set a timer and just go through it.
1: And just like get the ideas out like and see so you what don't comes have out. to overthink it. Yes. So if you liked this video at all, if this was helpful, comment below, tell us what you like, subscribe, so that you can be with us every week for Happy Hour, where we discuss business tips that are going to help you start, grow, and scale your Your
0: business. Your business, PS, if you actually fill it out, send it to us
1: we'd love to look at it that's I such a will good give point. you a
0: review yeah I we'd love, love to
1: check it out and give it a review
0: seriously i don't care if it's like one of you or hundreds of you yeah. i love this
1: so like do it subscribe share get the business blueprint grab a drink grab a drink i need more yeah, so we're do. gonna go get that
0: cheers, cheers.